Wikimaniacs, it's your boy Sean back with another episode hosted by It's Your Boy Sean. Coming at you hot with It's Your Boy Sean. It is my usual co-host, John. Hello. <laughs> and Josh couldn't be here, but we are contractually obligated to have a very attractive Canadian on deck, as always. Alex, our writer for Reddit on Wiki and the host of Weird Distractions podcast, Alex, I said her name twice because it's that good. I feel as though I should say it's your girl, Alex. Oh, back at oh, it yeah. again with a crossover. Oh, yeah. Back at it <laughs> this again. This is your second time? Yeah, I think so. Second? second? I second wasn't here for the first one, huh? No, you weren't. You weren't. Were you our first? Am I the asshole? I was. I was the first Ooh. asshole yes, judge. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And it was right after the whole Chris Rock and Will Smith thing happened. Like the day yes. the day after. And I was like, oh, gosh, sweating profusely. Oh, like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all see yeah. he apologized? I haven't watched oh. that. But I was like, this seems like it should be private. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Could have been it a DM. Be I mean, I didn't watch it. So I don't know how genuine <laughs> and whatnot it was. But I was like, eh. Probably could have done that in person. Probably could have been, you know, an email, a text, a call, not a not a full ass video, you know? Yeah. Well, we're back at it again. Welcome back, Alex, to the show. We won't be judging assholes today, but I do have some Reddit readings. So, Ooh. you know what? I should be professional and have these already up. Josh, you thank though? you for editing this out. I really appreciate it. <laughs> He's Josh. not going to edit it out. He's going to make you look way worse. No, absolutely not. No, he absolutely will. He's my friend. He's my he will friend listen Josh. to this at 2 a.m. and be like, fuck Sean. <laughs> hey, remember when I said that we have to have an attractive Canadian on deck all the time? That's Josh every episode. So, of course, he's going to edit this out for me. All right. On deck for today, we have my husband got opportunity to test on our daughter and it came back negative but i never cheated now he thinks our relationship is a lie and wants a divorce we also have are you sure this is not an am i the asshole episode <laughs> seems this like an am i the asshole episode from best of redditor updates so if it is from am i the asshole <laughs> not on me all right <laughs> We have from r slash relationship advice. My husband and I are in a disagreement in desperate need for different opinions. And then we have from r slash T-I-F-U. Today I fucked up by masturbating after my wife had our son and now she thinks the house is haunted. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? <I'm> sorry. <laughs> that seems like a Mad Libs. <laughs> like... Uh, I did not make this up. This is on Reddit fucking what? title Which is that we are allowed to read it i believe okay and then also uh, as promised to our discord wikimaniacs uh i did promise smut today josh unfortunately oh, is not here but boy. for the first time ever a guest has to read the smut i found unfortunately fuck yeah i'm so excited so sorry josh they got to miss out on this but i'm pretty sure he's happy that he missed i don't out think he feels bad no. i don't think he feels no. bad at all <laughs> 
Okay, but before we get into our Reddit readings, I want to give a quick, as quick as I can, Patreon shout out to all our patrons. I missed the last two episodes, or at least two Fridays. I think so, yes. Yeah, at least since I've been here, it shot up. I don't think we were at 50 No, last definitely time not. And now we're at fucking 60. Thank you guys so much. It, we appreciate you guys more than you know. So here's your shout out. And again, if you're a $10 patron, you could write and change your name to whatever the fuck you want. And I will be obligated to read it. So if you want to say some weird smutty shit, I mean, you can. You should. All right. So starting from the top. We got Vina, Linz, Gabby, Aaron, Taru, Alex, Valentina, Micah, Lulia, Katie, Blue Rena, Spooky Tales, Dan, Phantom Fox 98, Susan, Free Gnomes. Sarah, Mary Ann, Miss Doolittle, Jasmine, Alexis, Michelle, Danielle, Crystal, Jen, Nia, Lena, Erica, Diana, Catherine, Diana, uh, another one, Drella, Kieran, uh, I think, Carissa, Tiffany, Chantel, Marine, Dominique, Amber, Carter, Corey, Solil, <laughs> Leanne, Jen, Ekaterina, Mariana, D, Carrie Berry, Mich- nope, Rochelle, Dan, Paula, I'm getting tired, Adriana, Ringo, Casey, Caitlin, Alex, Megan, Sasha, Ashley, and Nelly from like four hours ago. What the fuck? What is up, guys? Hi, hello. Thank you. That's ridiculous. That used to be like two people. That's amazing. Now it's more. So now when we go to another contract negotiation with Alex, maybe she'll take more money from us next time when we ask her to. We've mentioned... We've mentioned multiple times that we tried to give Alex more money and she refuses. To I continue. have nothing to say to that. <laughs> I that have was nothing. the weirdest negotiation I've ever had in my life. I was like, please let me give you more money. And Alex was like, no, I don't like, want your fuck? money. It's weird because we're friends and I get it. But like, I don't. I brought it up to who I think it was my counselor. I was like, yeah, so like they. I'm, they're giving me money, yada yada, for writing. And they're like, she looked at me. She's like, "What is wrong with you? Like, you shouldn't be yeah. saying that to me." <laughs> Jesus, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I have a hard time taking money from people. Deep down, Sean is very happy because that's more money going into his pocket. Yeah, yeah that's going to my eventual laptop yes. or computer or whatever the fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> So I can use this camera Josh got me and I don't have to send it. Yeah. You can send it to me. You got my address. So uh, usually we read, we have Josh read some comments, but let's just get down to the nitty gritty right. guys. All right. First on the menu from r slash best of Redditor updates. Is this from am I the asshole? Uh, if it is, sorry, Josh, I love you. My 29 year old female husband, 31 year old male got a paternity test on our daughter, five-year-old female, and it came back negative. I never cheated. Now he thinks our whole relationship is a lie and wants a divorce. What do I do? Plus an update. All right, guys. Initial thoughts before I get into it. I mean, oh, that is rough. I mean, I I see where the doubts might be, but at the same time, you also be able to Trust your partner when they say, hey, I didn't do anything. Let's let's get to the bottom of this even more. Like, let's get as much as opinions as possible. Um, I think I saw something in the back then, something about chimera, something like that. Like, I don't know the, the actual term for it. Like, there's possibilities that you can get pregnant in that case. I don't know. But 
What's a chimera? Please elaborate. I could have read yeah. it wrong, but it's 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 something. Maybe I should stop because I don't know what it okay. is. <laughs> I think I think it was a term that I've saw. It was like something about like a chim- a chimera. So uh, Wikimaniacs, you're waste. The Wikimaniacs have been have been very graceful in correcting us when yeah. we are okay. correct. So I feel like this is a safe space for you to say what you think it is. I mean, we've already said enough that we're not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. So. Okay. Nobody should take what you're saying like from what I them. gathered on I read and again I could have read it completely wrong. If someone could possibly get pregnant without having being inseminated by somebody. So kind of like well, a mother Mary type of situation, but this time it ain't holy. How does that happen? I don't know. Again, I could oh. be wrong, <laughs> but this is what I what I I think I read. I'm Confucia. I don't I don't get it. I think by, based on what we know so far, there's already trust issues off the hop because why would you get a paternity test unless you have some kind of concern that something's going on? Or is the is the child like point. old enough where you can tell that it doesn't look like you? You know, it just it doesn't make sense to me. I'm really confused. Yeah, five years is a long time to go and get a paternity test. Like what would spur that? Yeah, well, I okay. guess we're about yeah. to find out. Uh, yeah, Wikimaniacs, I made this episode a week ago, and I do not remember the stories at all, so here we go. Uh, this is from Reddit user Fully Faithful Wife. I don't know how it happened, and I haven't been able to stop crying all day. I have never cheated. I love my husband. We've been together since college, and he's the love of my life. He's handsome and kind, and while I've slept with two people, both were before we got together. There is no other potential father for our daughter. We were married already and actively trying for a baby. I never cheated. I never would cheat. And I don't know why he took that stupid test because I would never, ever cheat. But it came back negative and now he thinks he's not her dad. I don't know how to convince him it was a faulty test and I'm so scared. Right off the bat, like take another test, right? Yeah. Take more than one. There are cases where like even the COVID-19 tests aren't always, they don't always come back with the correct results right so i don't know anything but paternity tests possible that maybe one was faulty i feel like potential i think seems like so far same with pregnancy tests too right yeah all right so these past few months it's like he's become someone completely different from the man i married he's cold and suspicious he kept demanding to see my phone and wouldn't tell me why and i showed him at first but eventually told him i wouldn't anymore unless he explained why he needed to see it he's been distant with our daughter too He stays in his office for hours on end, and I don't know what he's doing. I did not cheat. He accused me this morning, saying that he had done the test after realizing that our daughter's eyes, brown, wouldn't come naturally from ours, both blue, and that he wanted me to get out of the house. I didn't leave, and he locked me out of our bedroom, and now I'm in my daughter's room. This is terrifying. What should I do? Is anyone else getting the kind of vibe that maybe he's the cheater? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting a little bit... Ah, yeah. Like, it, something's not adding up because I wonder if she saw the test results. Because if he's saying, oh, I took a paternity test, the results came back negative, and she never saw the results, could there potentially be a possibility that the results were actually positive and maybe he's cheating and looking for a way out? Hmm, I'm just going to stir the pot there. All right, here's a little bit more. Edit. The specific advice I want is how I can prove I'm innocent and how to make sure this relationship works. I want to keep my family together at all costs. Also, I just had a conversation with my husband. He's out of his room now, and we discussed some things. I told him again that I would never cheat and started talking about a list I made of tests I want done. 
But he told me that he didn't want to hear it right now. We're going to have mm. a longer conversation tomorrow. And he said that he still loves our daughter and he won't try to keep me out of the house or our room for now. I asked him to hug me and he did. I'm scared that I won't be able to convince him. I just want our family to go back to normal. How can I be a good wife and support his needs while proving my own innocence? Here's the update. Oh, before we get to the update, uh, thoughts. See, the, her willingness to do all those tests, to me, someone who's guilty of cheating or said cheating won't even want to go through all that crap. Um, exactly. And the fact that he's like, again, Alex did kind of, not Josh, stirred the pot a little bit. <laughs> and, and that did kind of like get me to thinking. And he's kind of like in denial mode in a way. Because it's yeah. just like, am I supposed to accept this situation but like at the same time like the guy is not being there in a situation where it's like okay let's possibly disprove that there's a thought of cheating and also on the side i looked up what chimera chimerism means <laughs> what does it mean <laughs> nice so nice. i went to healthline.com and it says chimerism the one that like stood out to me is called microchimerism. It says in humans, chimerism most commonly occurs when a pregnant woman absorbs a few cells from her fetus. The opposite may also happen where a fetus absorbs a few cells from its mother. These cells may travel into the mother's or fetus's bloodstream and migrate to different organs. They may remain in a mother, mother's body or a child's body for a decade or more following childbirth. The condition is called microchimerism. So, okay, so not Virgin Mary thing. No, it's no. not. I was totally wrong with that. But it, it could be like other features of the child might have gotten like altered. That's why they probably don't. Oh, okay. So probably same. also equally incorrect. From your description, it reminds me of a Grey's Anatomy episode my wife was watching. Where <laughs> oh. This guy was having stomach pain and mm -hmm. then they did like a, I don't know, a scan or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I got. Uh, but they... Found that he had a twin brother that was inside of him. Oh. From like utero. That sounds kind of like he absorbed his twin cell. I don't know. That's what it reminded me. Probably 100% wrong and is not, uh, doesn't matter. I hate all of that. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> like just, mm, no, absorbing thing. Mm, no, I don't like any of it. I don't like any of it. That's my take. So my first bet or my first idea was completely wrong. Okay. I just, I thought I heard it. But I was completely wrong. Hey, you corrected yourself before the Wikimaniacs. And I'm sure they appreciate it that they don't have to look it up. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. All right. So here's the update. Hello, everyone. First off, I wanted to thank everyone who reached out. My original post got so much attention. It was hard for me to get to everything. But I ended up making a list of plans and a list of tests that I wanted to get done. My husband was understandably distrustful for me for a while. But he apologized for the way he acted, which I didn't need, and said that he wouldn't try to kick me out of our home. She's very nice. Uh, yeah. Very incredibly nice. Uh, yeah. I think I would be a little bit more upset than she is, so mm -hmm. kudos to her. He did say, though, that if every test came back and proved that I cheated, then he was going to go, quote, scorched earth. Which is scary to that hear a man say that. Sounds uh, like a threat. What the? Sounds very much so like a threat. I I am worried about how nice you are compared to how angry he's willing to get. Uh, yes. It does concern me. A what does that bit. even mean? Scorched earth. Probably even ruin like, her life in a way. But okay, I, I like honestly, visually, I pictured him in the front yard, like lighting the lawn on fire. Yeah. That was where my mind went, and it's like, dude, I. 
Anyways, yeah, weird. Although, if he's going to, like, ruin her life in terms of, like, legal matters, because let's say the test came back and she did cheat, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that could be a possibility. Mm -hmm. I understand why he would do something like that. Like, you know, but legally, but not in terms of, like, fucking up their life in the point where it's, like, can physically on- harm that person, you know, that's never a good thing. Yeah, being cheated yeah. on is never good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's like good, better ways to cope with that situation. But I yeah. exactly if, if also innocent until proven guilty, guilty. I don't know if I exactly. want to threaten my wife no. right away. Like yeah, seems, no. seems hasty. Yeah, okay, so we did a few tests blood paternity tests for him and I and our daughter, and we had an appointment with a oh, John, look at you. We had an appointment with a chimerism specialist coming up, but that got canceled because, well, you guessed it, but got canceled because, well, some of you guessed it, but my daughter is not biologically mine either. I'm sorry. Pardon the fuck out of me. I don't know how this happened, but a police officer came to our house, took our statements, and we're suing the hospital where I gave birth. I don't know what happened to my baby, and this is terrifying. I have my husband back, but my whole world was still upended. And I wish he had never taken that stupid test. I've been sleeping in my daughter's room, and I'm so afraid that she's going to be taken away from me. But at the same time, I want to know where my biological daughter is and if she's okay. I pray to God that she's okay. They swapped the baby. The hospital must have fucking fucked up. Somebody done fucked up. Big tap. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so my daughter still doesn't know the details, and we've been trying to keep this quiet. The last thing we need is a big scandal. I don't want people who know us to look at her differently. She deserves much better than that. She's a good kid, and she's not some spectacle to be gawked at. If we can find her birth family, I have no idea what we'll do. I guess the best case scenario would be to get a bigger house and all live together, but I don't know if that's something we can afford or if they'd even want to do that. And even if we could locate them or if I'm just being crazy, I honestly, this whole situation is so crazy. I don't know anyone else who's been in a situation like this. I mean, are there support groups for parents of kids who got mixed up? I Googled and nothing came up. Literally, all I'm getting are tabloid articles from trashy magazines that slap the faces of innocent kids on the same page as celebrities, sex scandals, and fiction. How do we tell our daughter? I mean, we can't tell her now. She'll tell the kids at school, and then it'll be everywhere. But we need to say something. I don't know what I did to ever deserve this. Holy shit. That, you don't deserve any of that, first of all. So whoever that fucking hospital, fuck that hospital, first of all. Sue the hospital. Honestly, what the everything. fuck? Yeah. Emotional damage, everything. Like you, oh my God. This whole situation, not only like it potentially ruined like your relationship with your husband, your fucking kid is out there. <laughs> yeah, your biological child is out there thinking that they're with their biological family, but they're not. And you now have a child in your care that you've been taking care of as your own that you now have to tell, oh, by the way, we're not your parents. We're not your parents. Yeah. And that, that kid yeah. too is going to some days be like, well, I want to possibly meet my biological parents someday. Yeah. That is just so fucked up. That's crazy. That is a uh, so much trauma, like trauma on trauma on yes. trauma. Because somebody, trauma on trauma. Because one person or maybe more than one person, but one person at the hospital or staff at the hospital were not paying attention. Mm. Oh my. 
How do you how do you mix up babies, man? How? Yeah, I don't I don't get it. None of us are parents. No. So we don't really know exactly how that goes down. But don't they like and put like a like a wristband or like a name yeah, on the baby? Yeah, they like, put a wristband on the baby and like you could argue that a lot of babies do look the same. Right. Like especially, you know, yeah. to a certain degree. But you can tell which one's yours and which one's not to I don't know. Oh, this is so tricky. Maybe, this is so tricky. Because when babies come out, there's there's, you know. Okay. Yeah. It, mm. None of us are parents, so we don't know like the politically correct. Yeah. yeah. They come they come out with a bunch of like stuff on yeah. them. Sometimes you they might look different when they're cleaned up and in your head, you know, you just went through childbirth. You're probably just like, Okay, yeah. Yeah. This baby's my baby, why wouldn't it be? Well, exactly. And like if you're just pushing something out of your, you know, for like 36 hours, the last thing you want to do is be like, um, excuse me, can you please make sure this is my actual my child right now? Yeah. Like yeah. your first thing is something that just should be done. Uh, the, it's something you shouldn't have to exactly. answer. Like the, the sad thing, though, like because hospital systems have been around for like milli- not millenniums, but like, you know, like decades and like centuries. Like, you would think there'd be a system for them to just be like, get this shit right. Ah, oh, man. I do not remember that story. I wish there was like a ending. Like, it still feels very open-ended. That was a plot twist, though. Because I was, was sitting here was thinking like, he's cheating on her. He's going to flip this all around. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be an affair. And then the second you're like, it's not my daughter either. It's like, wait, what? Come again. So they could do all the damn tests they want. <laughs> it's going to be not your kid. This feels like an episode of Maury on Uh, steroids. I'm just waiting for that song that comes on whenever they say, you're not the father. You know what I mean? And he's like, run to the end of the camera. Yeah. But But imagine they do that and then they say, and you're also not the father. I'd be like, what the fuck? Hopefully the child that's, or the children that are involved in this are doing okay. Because like I said, that's that's a lot of trauma. That's a lot of probably imposter syndrome. A lot of not knowing just who you are and what the truth is. It's a lot of trust broken. The best case scenario is that the other, the parents of this biological, like the biological parents of her daughter are living in a happy house uh and loving their kid as much as you're loving your do- your own daughter and i don't know that's seriously sounds like a tv show it really does plot like a hallmark movie heavy bro like that that plot thick and thick more thicker than chris hemsworth fucking avengers <laughs> i need to watch thor i'm Me trying too. to see them cheeks Me too. all right so moving on to something less deep i think i hope so uh we have from r slash t-i-f-u today i fucked up by masturbating after my wife had our son <laughs> now she thinks the house is haunted that you how how can you put like that literally sounds sequence. like mad libs like somebody got really really high it sounds like a collab episode between uh reactions and the dumbfound dead it really does <laughs> No one dies. No but. one dies, but like close to death. Yeah. So oh this God. is from user Captain White Lightning. I have recently become a father. My son is a week old and I have been home with mom and baby the whole time. Needless to say, I was getting a little restless at home, even with the lack of sleep that comes with a new kid. For obvious reasons, my wife and I couldn't pass the time in the bedroom as normal, mainly due to the expected impact of childbirth. My son's huge head did not help things at all. 
Oh, so boy. I decided not to bother my wife and sleeping baby and slipped off to the bathroom with a phone and some lotion to discreetly take care of my own business. Hey, someone who does it a lot, so good on you. <laughs> Perusing my go-to site, I find the video of choice. First thing that pops up is an ad of a girl yelling, Oh, baby, with the volume on my phone at full blast. <laughs> oh, buddy, you don't fuck. I quickly turn it down and proceed to business. Also, side note from this, uh, did y'all ever watch that Netflix show called Love? Yes. No. There's a scene where him and all his friends, it's like a couple's getaway to like an Airbnb or whatever, and everybody's asleep. Mm -hmm. and the main character decides to jerk it in the bathroom, but he forgot that his speaker was Bluetooth connected or his phone was connected <laughs> to the Bluetooth speaker from oh earlier oh when they're listening to music. So he fucking blasts porn from the speaker <laughs> and everybody wakes up. I was like, oh, man, what a nightmare. That would happen to this guy. Yeah. To white, Mr. White Lightning. A thousand percent. Mr. Mr. White Lightning. Captain White Lightning. Captain. Excuse my White apologies. Lightning. Yeah. My sincere apologies. <laughs> I return to my wife in the living room and all I see is shock on her face as she holds my son looking worried. I ask, what's wrong? fearing that she is mad at me for taking care of my business solo style, she looked at me dead serious and said, something whispered, hey, baby, to our son <laughs> after you left. And now I'm so freaked out. <laughs> now it makes sense. For some reason, my wife believes in ghosts and spirits and as crazy oh. as it sounds. She has told me it's she's seen odd things in our house and believing she heard people talking before. So this did not help, and she's even more worried with our new addition. She is currently burning sage throughout our house to remove the spirits. I don't have the heart to tell her I was just extremely horny and she overheard me watching porn. Too long, didn't read. I tickled my pickle with no volume discipline and had an ad played where the actress said, Baby. Now my wife thinks our house is haunted and ghosts want to talk to our baby. Oh, she out here exercising demons and he's exercising his demons. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Demon time. Oh, he probably was doing it like at three in the morning too. <laughs> That's why she's yeah. probably oh, mad no suspicious. Jake from State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that so much. When you first said that title, I was like, Nothing's sus. making sense. Yeah, super yeah. sus. Now it makes sense. And honestly, you just have to play into it at this point. Like, yeah, I've been noticing some things moving and oh, yeah. weird creaks. I think there's some ectoplasm in the bathroom. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's a sticky it's, residue. Let's get a black light. It's everywhere. <laughs> this house is haunted. Call a Good priest. God. Get the church on the phone. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, this, no. This reminds mm -hmm. me of my wife and I's uh, nieces, oh. right? They, they visit oh. sometimes. And one of them really believes in, like, ghosts. And I always tell her like ghost stories all the time. So one time we decided to prank them. So I have speakers all over the house. So I would just connect like, and then where they were staying at, I have like a speaker, like I purposely like hit it. So like they won't find it and just turn it enough to be like just a little bit high, but like not noticeable, like enough where you can trace the sound. Right. Mm -hmm. So they were watching like Insidious 
And you know, oh, there's a part no. of Insidious you was the evil, John. The you are fucking evil. I've the, done that too. I've done tiny, that too to my the, roommate. The, the yep. Tiny Tim song, right? Yep. Like, yep. like Tim Talks. Yeah. So what I would do, and I also have like voice control over the house, right? So all my lights are connected through an app or like through my voice. So what I would do is I would just turn on that music, like two seconds, like, and then stop. And then I would flicker the light and I would just oh. do it. Like, See, I didn't, I, I didn't <laughs> fuck with the lights, but that, that's, that's good. That's good. I, I did it with my run roommate where he was in the shower and I took their Bluetooth speaker, hooked it up to my phone and like hid the speaker underneath her bed and just cranked that Tiny Tim song. Yeah. So when it came out, he's like, oh, all I care is, what the fuck is going on? So now it's a bit. So every time yeah. we would visit home in like San Diego and then like one time we traveled to Vegas together with them, they would stay in the hotel room at times and like our room would be like down the hallway. I would just blast it for like two seconds, then run to my room. And then my wife would, if she flies down to see see them, my wife would like turn it on randomly at the house too. So we're like, dude, that shit followed you. And to this day, she believes that she's haunted. How old is she? She's like 14, 15. And we won't tell her. How long her. have y'all been doing this? Years. I was going to say that. Y'all are evil. <laughs> Honestly, there's going to be a day where she, it's just going to, she's going to hear the song and you're not going to be around. She's like, oh God, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew it. <laughs> and we're we're the have fun. to wait. And when she eventually gets married, you gotta let her husband in on the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll pass it down for sure. Like, oh, yeah, it's you have be to. A- it's generational trauma. Yes. That's wow. just like my parents point. gave to me. Yeah. I will give it to my I will give like it. something that shouldn't be passed <laughs> <Just kidding>. down. <laughs> it's like a, a it's like a knitted blanket. You have yeah. to pass it down from one generation to the other. It's like jewelry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like something to weigh you down for the rest of your life. <laughs> something you cannot get rid of. <laughs> Sean is like, fuck you guys. Sean's I don't fuck with the horror shit at all. <laughs> not at all. I you you could not get me to watch Insidious. And the fact that I would sit down and watch Insidious with you and then you would prank me while I'm watching that. Oh. See, now I feel like we have to do that as like a network. A movie night. Yes. Exactly. Oh, no, I got COVID. I can't. It's virtual. (laughs) What the fuck you mean? I'm sick. (laughs) For the third time, I'm sick with COVID. (laughs) Oh, no, I can't make it. My laptop died again. Oh, that's believable. (laughs) Yeah, see? (laughs) Yeah. All right, moving on to the last story before our break and smut and this day in history, we have from r slash relationship advice from user throw r a jenna's my husband and i are in disagreement in desperate need for different opinions okay that's what we're here for i mean sure let's go for it all right good afternoon for context i am 34 years old and my husband is 37 years old he has a brother let's call him brad that's unfortunate already (laughs) (laughs) who is 25 brad dated a girl named kelsey who is 24 for the last 10 years oh they began dating when they were freshmen in high school their first date was actually my wedding that's kind of cute that is they were engaged for two years before kelsey found out that brad had cheated on her multiple times the year before. Fucking Brad. Called it fucking Brad. Fucking Brad. You you nailed it on the head with Brad. And was still in contact and sending lewd texts 
to the other woman he cheated on her with. Oh my god. Yeah, fuck Brad. Fuck. Brad fucking sucks. See, you can't trust a man whose name ends with a D. That's what I've come to learn. You cannot trust oh. a man with a name that ends with D. I'm trying to think of all the D names. Brad. There's Chad. There's Brad. Chad. Chad. Ted. What about Ted? Do we all fucking hate Ted Cruz? We hate Ted Cruz, but I love yeah. a Ted Lasso. Oh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Well, I feel technically like Ted is like a Theodore. 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 But Brad and Chad. Uh, Brad and Chad, definitely bad news. Yeah. Definitely. Bad, bad news bears. Okay. So this all came out about four weeks ago. The entire family was devastated and furious with Brad, who told Kelsey she could have the apartment and he moved in with a friend over an hour and a half away. I think he just wanted to be far away from everything. It was weird because Kelsey was part of the family for so long, it was hard to just turn that off. Obviously, we didn't. She's going through a really traumatic time and needs our support. Even so, I think it does reach a point where the family has to separate from her, since the only thing connecting us to her was her relationship with Brad, and that is now gone. But my husband, however, seems to think that since he's regarded Kelsey as a little sister for so long, she needs to be treated as such. Facts. I come home multiple times a week to her over at the house. And when I ask my husband about it, he says he'll text her and ask her how she's feeling. And if she's feeling down, he'll invite her over to cheer her up. A few nights ago, she was over. And while I was putting the kids to bed, my husband offered her a drink and they began drinking downstairs at the bar in our den. I had a medical procedure the next morning. Nothing that was a big deal, but something I was supposed to be up and out early for. And I didn't need my husband to come with me or anything, but I had mentioned that I would like it if he did come. He ended up offering the guest room to Kelsey, who was up and out early, and then slept in until an hour after I had come home. He has TikTok and follows her and a few other big accounts, but she's the only one he follows personally. The one thing I thought he did that was way overstepping the boundaries and what prompted me to have this conversation with him is that the family is going on a two-week vacation to Belize. Oh, no. The house is owned by my in-laws, so we go there often, and Kelsey has come many times. My husband invited her to come on this trip as well, which I think is weird since she is no longer dating Brad, who isn't coming on the vacation. When I had the conversation with my husband about how I thought he was crossing some boundaries with Kelsey, he got very defensive and said I was being heartless for wanting to just write Kelsey off. I tried to explain to him that I wasn't trying to write her off, but since she no longer had ties to the family, why would she come on this family trip? If she began dating someone tomorrow, would we let her bring her new partner? My husband and I have two very opposing standpoints here. I'm trying to come up with the best way to compromise. Ugh. At first, I was going to say good on the husband for yeah. seeing past that because the it was the brother's fault for being an asshole to begin with. Right. Exactly. Cheating and all that. So taking someone in who has been part of your life for 10 years, for you to just cut them off because someone broke ties with them is a little dickish. But as the story kind of proceeded, I started to get really, really suspicious about homeboy over here. Because there's taking someone in and making them feel like family. But I have a gut feeling that homeboy wants more than he's letting on. And it's yeah. creeping me out. He's mm-hmm. going to use that like she's a little sister to me vibe. But I'm getting the, you know, what you doing, step bro type of shit. Like, ugh, I'm not, 
I'm not feeling it. I think the wife has the right to be somewhat suspicious because he's he's getting way too close than he should. Yeah, I'm getting the ick from him. I at first I thought, okay, well, that's really nice because I I know what it's like to be close to like an ex's family and that awkward moment of like your ex screwed up but you still love their family and you still want to have that kind of relationship. But at some point, you kind of have to let that go. It sucks, but you do. And then the more it kind of progressed, like he's hanging out with her one-on-one. He's checking in on her a lot. He's inviting her to, you know, that's, I honestly, it sounds like he has alternative motives. And I I don't want to think that way because maybe he really just gives, like maybe he cares about her, but... Personally, if I was the writer in this situation, I would have red flags all over the place. Yeah, I think I agree with y'all too. Like to a certain point, of course, like 10 years with the at all family events all the time was about to be your sister-in-law. I get wanting to be there for her. But when you miss the appointment with your wife. Right. And like and it was because you were drinking with the other with your quote-unquote little sister yeah the night before that seems to be like okay yeah and it sounds like that's when they did have the talk but as soon as that's brought up him getting defensive about it makes me think like yeah okay so he might yeah if he was just like oh yeah that is that is true i am hanging out one-on-one i missed a medical procedure uh so like yeah that is kind of things are lining up that is kind of weird i shouldn't be doing that shit that's when i'd be like okay yeah he truly he truly does you know, just care and appreciate and like wants to be there. But the fact that he was so defensive is like, why why are you getting so mad for though? Well, and he like completely neglected or is neglecting his wife's perspective on the situation, right? Like where's the middle ground of at least accepting and understanding why she'd be upset? If he's just downright Mm. saying like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. She's like a little sister. It's like, okay, but can you see how weird this is from the outside looking in? Like if I was to do that to my sister's, ex-boyfriend would you be cool with it right or would you be cool if i hung out with not even like ex-boyfriend but just like an ex in general it's just icky yeah icky, icky, icky. yes yeah, that's, that's probably the best word i could think of too is like a little icky I, again like at first i'm like noble i i can dig that i can respect that yeah. i don't know just the progression of how the attachment seems to be more than sibling-ish yeah. Like, why? So, and the whole, like, they're the only ones that follow them on social media. Like, they're keeping track. They're kind of like, I see it as like keeping tabs on them. Like, oh, why do you want to see them in a trip? Like, because you want to see, like, you keeping tabs on them type of shit? Like. Well, yeah, that. It just kind of creeps me out a little bit. Yeah. And like, why, why would you invite her to a family trip? Like, yeah, Brad's not going to be there, but his parents are going to be there. Other people are going to be there that know yeah. the situation. Like, what do you expect is going to happen? They're not going to reconcile by any means, shape or form, more than likely. So what's the purpose? Like, you can be nice and say, like, hey, do you want to come? But even then, it's like you could have just not. Right. But at the same time, like the whole to me, I feel the worst for the woman that got cheated because it's like, one, you you have such an emotional like void because, A, you got cheated on. That's a shot to the ego as it is. Two, you lost. Potentially like your future like family in a way, you know, because that's like 10 years, like a decade of of your life is a lot to uh, invest emotionally and, and, you know, just like just being there. And three, I feel like you are so vulnerable in your situation that you just want to feel loved because you just got dumped by someone who like thought a little less of you. And someone is there available to pay attention to you in a way and in some sort, whether if it's like, quote unquote, 
in a sibling type of way or any type of attention, like I don't blame her for like wanting to tag along. And I don't blame her for like accepting the invite and saying like, yeah, I'll hang out with you because you just want to feel like you belong somewhere when someone just shattered your world like that, you know? Yeah. And I also wonder too, like, does she have any family around? Does she have many friends? Like this literally you have, you raise a good point. Like maybe this is all she had for the last 10 years and now it's gone to shambles, right? Fuck Brad. It's all his fault. Fuck Brad. Yeah, fuck Brad for sure. So, Wikimaniacs, what do you guys think about those three stories? Feel free to hit up our Discord right now and talk to other Wikimaniacs, see how they're feeling uh, while we take this break. Bye. See you soon. <laughs> what a smooth ad. <laughs> Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Hey, Wikimaniacs. We're about to read the smut. This is a trigger warning, or God forbid you listen to the show with kids. Uh, skip the rest of the episode, honestly. <laughs> if you Probably, you know what I mean? It's probably just a good time to get out. If you are familiar with our old format of the show, we have... We did this a couple of times, and some of the day ones were asking for it back. This won't be a regular thing. Do not worry. But it happened, and it was vile. (laughs) It was graphic. But somehow Uh, it brought us all together closer as friends. Sweaty knees and all. closer as friends. Sweaty knees and all. Uh uh yeah we are all just soaking wet with sweat uh oh right no wrong term that's just a taste of how pause okay so if that already puts you off go ahead we'll see you on friday love you guys smut in three two one and we're back back at it again that quickly all right so now would be a time I usually do a, a, a listener-submitted Reddit reading. But instead, as promised to our Discord members, uh, these are the perks you get. You can you can request us to do some shit. And we're like 100-plus people deep. So shout out to everyone on Discord. You guys are also active, too. Sean never checks, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, I check when I get tagged. I check when I get That's tagged. It, you and asshole. Those of you who tag me, I truly appreciate it. Especially <laughs> those that keep clamoring for that $25 tier. 
I hear you. Josh and John do not want to provide, but I do. Trust me, I do. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Okay, so as requested by the Discord Wikimaniacs, they wanted smut, so smut is what they'll have. Oh, boy. I've sent oh, in, yeah. in the chat, John and Alex, looks that kill. Oh, boy. A Stranger Things smut story. <laughs> I don't know if Stranger Things is as trendy at the time as it is at the time we recorded this, but uh, I just finished like a week ago. That shit was crazy. I don't know if y'all watched. Do y'all? Season two is the furthest I've gotten. I was going to say season one. I'm so behind. Oh, it is so good. And I apologize if this ruins the show for you. It might, but it could not. You never know. Depends on how it goes. I saw some words that. Kind of intriguing, but also scare me. Maybe this will entice you to keep on going and watch that fourth season. I'm, I might like accidentally search Stranger Things in another, <laughs> another browser. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You should have done this in a private browser. I should have. Apologies uh, for what comes on your, what comes on your, you know what, browser after this. I knew the uh, risk when I agreed to come on the show. <laughs> when you click the link. Yep. When it said, are you sure you want to proceed and you hit proceed? That's on you, buddy. I'll take it. Right, so the way we'll read this is I'll go first and then John and then Alex. We'll switch off paragraphs. So I'll read the summary and then we will begin. Sweet baby Jesus. Okay. Looks that kill. You've been pining for Eddie for a long time. But tonight, as you make your way to the Hellfire Club, as their newest member, you decide to show Eddie just how much you <clears throat> really want. The wet sounds of your skin slapping together is all Jesus that can be Christ. heard in the room. You showed up at least an hour earlier for the usual Hellfire Club meeting, but you were the new member. You had never played D&D, but you were interested in learning. More than anything, you were interested in Eddie. You've always liked him, but you were ready to finally make your move. And boy, did you ever make your move god i truly <laughs> forgot how into this john gets uh, <laughs> i'm sweating i can't i can't meet that like how do you want me to read this now because i'm like do i go in with oh. a my normal voice do you i do what you need to do girl alex also full full uh you know as a guest you don't have to read anything. You know what I'm saying? You could you could skip a paragraph and make one of us read it if you're uncomfortable. I mean, in fact, we could stop and we could record this another time without you. You know Alex. what? I, it, I truly don't want the Wikimaniacs to think I forced you into this. this Sean, is, uh, we're all consenting. You literally said before we recorded, you need to record this or else. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I love a challenge. No, I love no, a challenge. No. Here we go. No, no. Wikimaniac, she is joking. Uh, just before she reads this next paragraph, know that this is, uh, she's joking. I, I don't force anybody to do anything. And scene. You decided to wear something a little more sexy with your Hellfire shirt tonight. A plaid skirt with fishnet tights underneath. The ones that Eddie tore a hole in so he could get to your little pussy a little quicker than stripping Jesus you. Jesus Christ. I truly, <laughs> truly made this episode with Josh reading that line. Oh, uh, we're going to get demonetized for sure now. Yeah, truly oh. this was this was supposed to be Josh. You know what? <laughs> we're here. It's fine. We're sweaty and we're going to get through this. We're going to get through it. We got this. We got this. It's for fine. the Discord Wikimania. This is for you. <laughs> Honestly, for those that requested, just know that we're doing this for you. 
I knew you were a little <laughs> slut. <laughs> Eddie teases as he continues to thrust into you. You were just giving me those eyes, baby. I could see it. You grip onto him tighter, moaning as the tip of his cock keeps Jesus. hitting your sweet spot. I'm so sorry, all everybody listening. You swear you're seeing stars. Neither of you are supposed to be doing this here. You were in school at the Hellfire Club meeting room, and Eddie fucking Munson is fucking you against the wall. His mouth is so hot and wet against the tender flesh of your neck. Oh. <laughs> I just spat all over my computer. Again, you can stop. Nope. You can stop nope. whenever you nope. want, Alex. <laughs> no, we're, we're in this. We're all in this together. Eddie, you bite as he bites down. No. <laughs> Fuck, please. Good God. He chuckles against your skin, and you let out another whine as he pumps into you even harder. He knows the two of you should be a little more quiet. He knows that he shouldn't be even chancing this. If he were to get caught, he would be so sure that he would never be able to graduate. <laughs> then, when he saw you coming in, and you were an hour early, he found it impossible to ignore you. I love it when you beg for me like that. I want you to beg me like that every time I fuck you, Eddie tells you. Got it. <laughs> you try to reply. You try to reply to him, but it's so hard when your orgasm is building so quickly. Only these soft moans and pants fall from your lips. But this makes Eddie a little annoyed. He wants to hear you say that you'll beg for it next time he fucks you. Good God. Okay. <laughs> this is longer than I this remember. This is a Stephen uh, King novel. Jesus Christ. Another bite. This time on your bottom lip. You squeal in surprise, and your orgasm becomes even more imminent. Eddie growls, this time pressing you further against the wall. It's so sticky and wet between the two of you. You can't help that you're shuddering and shaking. You can't help that the way his cock keeps rushing against your sweet spot, it's making you unable to properly form sentences. Good. God, that was rough to read. Eddie smirks. I'm fucking you stupid, aren't I? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. This makes you nod, finally. Eddie's the asshole in the story. He's the asshole in the story. I feel like I have to say it in a deep voice. That's my good girl. <laughs> good God. You're, you're going to be all... Hold on. You're going to be all, all mine and beg for it every time, right? I'm so sweaty right now. I'm sweating behind my knees. Yes. 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 <laughs> you cry out as your orgasm washes over you. Eddie isn't sure if you're applying to him or if you're just moaning in ecstasy. Same thing, right? I mean, same. Okay, anyways. But he'll take it. Oh, no. I apologize, John, for this next one. Oh, line. I'm good. I'm, I'm all for it. Oh God! Why? Tighter, slow pussy. We need, a, I've okay, we need a. We need to put a. We need to put a warning in trigger front of this. Trigger warning. <laughs> Very yeah, trigger warning. Is, uh, you, could, to you could skip. Well, we'll we'll record something at the end, and then Josh, if you would be so kind to put it at the top. Holy yeah. shit! All right, John. <laughs> Tighter, slow pussy I've ever had. He grunts as he picks up the pace. His balls feel so tight. It's been a long time since he got laid. And to fuck you like this is even better than anything he's ever experienced. 
You tug on his hair and pull him in for a very sloppy kiss. His tongue slides into your mouth, making you both moan. Your tongue, your tongues rub together in a heated moment before he pulls away. Jesus. Um, <coughs> come in me, Eddie. Please, Eddie. There you fucking go again, begging him. It's driving him fucking crazy. He doesn't have time to reply before his hips stutter and his thrust becomes even sloppier. Waves of pleasure wash over him and the warmth spills deep, deep inside of you. He pumps his hips in time with every spurt of thick cum he pumps into you. Good. Loud, <laughs> loud grunt falls from his lips from the immense pleasure. Finally, with one final thrust, he presses himself into you even deeper and kisses your red, swollen lips. You better answer me for real. <laughs> 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 he nips at your bottom lip once more you're going to be my girl and beg me every time we fuck or what you look into his beautiful eyes i promise i'm your girl i'll always beg you good girl now let's get cleaned up before the guys get here and see oh, oh my god shit, sean <laughs> um <clears throat> I Josh is not here for one, set, uh, for one episode, and it goes haywire. <laughs> it goes haywire. Apologies. You know what? Josh is probably going to be so happy that he did not have to sit on this episode. Oh, but technically he is because he's editing this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to have to listen to this by himself. That's even worse. That's even way worse. Oh, my God. Or it might be better so he can, you know. Make the house haunted, yeah. If he, if he feels so enthralled, <laughs> mm. there you go. To make Sienna think that their house is haunted, yeah. Oh. It's it's not the cat. It's it's the haunted house. Mm -hmm. It's the ghost in the house. Goodness gracious! Oh my god! All right. Well, with that being done and said oh and experienced, I think it's time for today's this day in history. It's about time to turn back those clocks, Wikimaniacs, with our segment, This Day in History, a weekly series where we take you back in time to learn more about what happened on this day throughout history. Today's date is August 15th, so grab your cleats and knee pads as we kick things back all the way back to last year, 2021. All right, so on August 15th of 2021, Germany lost professional footballer Gerard Müller. Just up front right now, can barely speak English, so German may be rough, and I apologize in advance. All right, but let's get back into it. For this feature, we'll briefly chat about Alzheimer's disease and about Jared's winning career and how this German striker was dubbed their bomber by fans, teammates, and those alike. We're all about education and awareness here on Reddit on Wiki, so it seems fitting to bring some awareness to Alzheimer's disease for those who have never heard of it before today's episode. According to the Alzheimer's Association website, Alzheimer's is the most common cause of dementia, which is the loss of cognitive functioning, thinking, remembering, reasoning. In a direct quote from the Mayo Clinic, while dementia is a general term, Alzheimer's disease is a specific brain disease. It is marked by symptoms of dementia that gradually get worse over time. 
Alzheimer's disease first affects the part of the brain associated with learning. So, early symptoms often include changes in memory, thinking, and reasoning skills. So, now that we have a little bit of a better understanding of Alzheimer's, let's get running towards discussing Gerard. Gerard was born in November 3rd, 1945 in Nordlingen, Germany, which is about six hours southwest from the country's capital of Berlin. According to Wikipedia Old Faithful, Gerard first began his football career with his hometown club called the TSV 1861 Nordlingen, which, as you may have guessed it, was formed in 1861. He then reportedly joined a top-tier club called Baron Munich in 1964. The club reportedly would go on to become the most successful German club in history, and Gerard was amongst some of the greatest German athletes of his time, but it wasn't overcasted by this. Resources claim that Gerard would score 68 goals in 62 games. Ridiculous. He was known as Germany's all-time leading scorer for almost 40 years, till that was surpassed by another German player in 2014. And if that wasn't impressive enough, Gerard also held the record for the most goals scored in a calendar year, striking 85 goals in 1972. This would reportedly be surpassed 40 years later in 2012 by the GOAT himself, Lionel Messi. Eventually, Gerard would retire in 1982. After struggling with alcoholism, he sought out treatment for himself with a little help from his former fellow teammates. When that was completed, he was given a coaching position. On October 6, 2015, it was announced that Mueller was suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Gerard would pass away while in his nursing home at the age of 75 on August 15, 2021. And that, Wikimaniacs, is what happened on August 15, 2021. Today's All-Star segment wouldn't have been made possible without the following resources. The On This Day website, Alzheimer's Association website, Mayo Clinic's website, the National Institute of Aging's website, and of course, Wikipedia. Thank you, Alex, and thank you, Wikimaniacs, for listening in. We'll see you for the rest of this episode. And that is what happened this day in history, Wikimaniacs. Thank you, Alex, for writing that amazing script. Oh, anytime. And with that being said, that's it for this Monday episode. We'll see you guys on Friday. I do not know if I'll be there, but John, give it to them one time. Tell them everything you have your finger up for. Before we close the episode, Alex, would you like to tell the Wikimaniacs where they can find you? Yes. So you can find my show, Weird Distractions, wherever you find Reddit on Wiki, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Podchaser, what have you, every Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Perfect. And what a, what a pro. Sean, go ahead and close it off, my guy. <laughs> yeah, that's it for this week. Again, thank you, Alex, for coming in and filling in our Canadian quota. <laughs> really appreciate it. Don't say it. coming in after we just read that. <laughs> And filling in. Holy shit. Uh, I don't know. But you're welcome. You're uh, thanks welcome. Thanks for covering. <laughs> welcome. Make sure you come back and Jesus join us Christ. again. John, <laughs> you're making it worse. All right. That's it for this week. If you need to find uh, us, we have a website that has all our links. We're on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all that. We love you guys for listening. Thank you guys for interacting. See you Friday. Thank you. 
thank you because this is probably our last episode. <laughs> We've been canceled, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Bye, guys. Fifth time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs>